Hello and welcome to episode 83 of the Retro Game Time Machine podcast. This week, time travelers, we're having a chat about Streets of Rage and going back to the year 1991. At the time of recording, it is September the 21st. The year is 2023. I am Ash the Newton, and joining me through a series of tubes is my co-host, Andy the Android. Hello. Well, hello. <laughs> it's good to be back. It is. It's good to be talking to another human being again <laughs> after eight or so days of being stuck in my house for the past were, were, eight days. Were you on house arrest? Is that what happened? I mean, essentially. Um, <laughs> eh, man, uh, I guess jumping right in real quick, going yeah. on the trip for my partner's 40th birthday. We went to Denver. We had a fantastic time. We went to Meow Wolf, which is a cool interactive art exhibit it's a video like the one in denver is a video game like wow. i kid you not it is <laughs> like it feels like you're in a video game world you get like you you have to know secrets apparently and ask for this little like i'm just gonna call it a multi-pass i can't remember what it is multi-pass. Um, yes and <laughs> man oh, where did i put it anyway it has a little like nfc chip in it and there are interactive places in the world that you can like put your little microchip thing on mm -hmm. and it does stuff like mm -hmm. it, it does things to like the audio. It does things to the lighting. It, it, it also, you have these different kiosks that you can interact with and there's a story, like there's a mystery you're trying to solve. If oh, you're wow. actually like engaged in this, if you're not engaged in the mystery stuff, it's still amazing to look at all of the art and like, it's crazy. It's super awesome. So anyway, we did that. We went to Red Rocks and we saw Sylvanessa. And I think Red Rocks is probably my favorite music venue I've ever been to. And I've been to a lot of music venues now. Yeah. Um, Red Rocks was amazing. We even got rained on and I still loved it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, uh, from all of that, I then got COVID uh, after coming yeah. home. Like, I, I don't know where in my travels I like had a mask on on the plane and everything. So anyway, that didn't work, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've had I've had COVID, but um, I don't have any other symptoms other than being very physically tired. Yeah, I don't miss that. Yeah, at all. that's that's all that remains right now for me. Um, so anyway, that's the that's my very quick jump into all of that because of me being like I've been stuck in my house for eight days. Because, you know, I just didn't want to go anywhere, partly because I didn't want to get any, or actually mainly because I didn't want to get anybody else sick, but also because I couldn't, like I just was way too tired. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, how's it going with you? Yeah, the things are good. Things are busy. It's just like, it actually seems like I was telling uh, Gerald RX40 this morning, it's kind of like, I feel like this is my summer that's going on right now. Like, yeah. it seems like it finally really kicked off uh, for me because it's like a mad dash to um, go out and appreciate <laughs> the weather while, while it's, while it's good right now. Cause it's also not too hot right now. That's what the beautiful part. Um, like we've been in the, you know, high seventies, low 80 degree Fahrenheit, you know, I so, didn't even know that. I don't even yeah. know what the weather is outside. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been paying attention. <laughs> it's been so good. So th there's just always been something, you know, there was a party that we went to, um, uh, it was my partner's niece. We we did. It was a um, it was an aughts party, is what it was. And oh, we all geez. dressed up as you with know your, with your Abercrombie shirts and 
yeah yeah oh, i'm <laughs> exactly like i i, I got a um a red uh uh timmy or sorry not timmy tommy hilfiger polo bright red <laughs> okay and I, okay i got um some some jorts some jean shorts to wear <laughs> with yeah, it dude. And, yeah. yeah so and um i i had some sunglasses oh okay you're gonna get a kick out of these sorry for everyone listening you're gonna but these are the sunglasses I got. Like nice. <laughs> so they're just very like it's ombre. very it's very 2007 of you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I look like I'm in the Backstreet Boys or something like that. So anyway, it was uh it was fun. It was a good time. But at some point I kind of got like sort of tired and I went and laid down and played my Steam Deck and I played a few things that I'm gonna talk about later. Nice that night. So so that was cool. So that's just an example. Um just going into the lake and all that stuff. Um, pretty much, I think it'd be like three weekends in a row now this coming weekend. So it's just been crazy busy. <laughs> so I hope it, it hope it chills out as soon as the weather soon starts raining or something, then, then we yeah. can, uh, then it'll be safe to stay at home and not go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like, it's funny now I'm, I'm in the opposite where I'm, since I've been stuck, I'm like, I need to go outside and do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's a good thing. Um, so. I don't know what I'm going to do or if I'm going to be eh, like energetic enough to go do anything, but I feel like I want to do something outside yeah. of my house. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a good thing. I mean, I've done a lot of driving. Um, Ooh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I lately have driven more in the past couple of weeks than I have in a long, long time. So technically same for me because i was i was the I, I rented the car when we went uh to denver and we, oh. you know, we went with with a couple of friends too yeah but like the car was in my name so i was like i'll just drive yeah sure and uh i got to drive a car that i didn't have to put a key in an ignition i had a button to push oh. which that's that probably yeah. sounds like normal to some folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I throw this thing in the center console and I hit a button to turn it on. Like, what? That's yeah. kind of cool. And CarPlay was really cool. CarPlay's great. I love CarPlay. I, yeah, I had that in my last car that I sold, but um, I had to install it. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, my mother-in-law's car has that push button start. And when I drive that thing, I'm like, every car should be like this where you keep your key in your pocket. You just walk up to the door, you pull it open, you sit down, you press the button, you go, you don't ever have to fumble for your keys while it, which is always in, you know, I'm kind of tall. It's awkward for me, like trying to get to my keys while I'm sitting in the car. Yeah. So, um, anyway, it just made, made sense to me, but yeah, I guess that's everything that's going on. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of Starfield. Yeah. Yes. But I'll talk about that later. Yep. Um, all right. Well, should we should we hop into Chrono's question from Discord? Yeah. Chrono's weekly question. Thank you again, Chrono, for yeah. providing the questions because then we have something to talk about here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Chrono's question from Discord. Uh, and also as a reminder to anyone else participating in our discord or if you don't yet you can and you can ask a question mm -hmm. um but this question from chrono is what's a game that you thought would disappoint you but you were proven wrong and what's a game you thought wasn't a big deal played and liked and later realized that everyone else already loved it before you uh, and then chrono continues on to say f099 i thought it wouldn't be that good and an insult 
to the up until then, I guess now, dead franchise. But it's great. And he said, I, uh, and I actually thought Chrono Trigger was either an obscure game or a game that was only famous because of, uh, oh, Toriyama. I was, mm-hmm. my, my brain was flipping some of the letters around and I was yeah, like, yeah. wait, what? Uh, so yeah, Toriyama, but nah, everyone loves it. Um, all right. So my, my answer for the thought would disappoint me. I was having a hard time with this until I was actually talking through this with Andy. And then it just like, it dawned on me. <laughs> Animal Crossing on the GameCube. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I've already talked about this in a, in a previous episode. I don't know which one, so whatever. Uh, but I saw my friend playing it at his house, and I was like, that looks dumb. <laughs> <laughs> look, look at the stupid game uh, you're playing. I was like, playing, what are you doing? <laughs> little little, little funny-looking animals? Like, do you have a shovel in your hand? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> And, uh, he was like, Hey, you know what? Instead of me just talking about this here, let's, let's go. Let's have you make a character and, uh, just play for like five hours or something. Just play. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to play this game for that long. Like, (laughs) fine, I'll play it because you're telling me I should. And I'm at your house. Uh, yeah, the time flew by. And then I was like, crap, now I have to go buy this game. Thanks. (laughs) Uh, and I went and I bought it at, uh, I think at GameStop, like that same day. Like you um, owe me 60 bucks. <laughs> yeah. I was like, thanks man. Um, actually it's the same friend that gifted me a GameCube. So you know oh. what? I can't, I can't be upset. No. So yeah. And then, uh, for the second question that was asked the, what's, what was it? Sorry. What that, that I thought wasn't a big deal to me. It's not that I didn't think the game was a big deal. Um, or these games weren't a big deal. I knew they were a big deal, but I did not think that I would enjoy them. Mm-hmm. And these are uh, the Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past and Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Um, it, uh, if you've listened to the episodes, you'll understand what I'm talking about. And my like, wow, I was wrong, and like, I'm totally caught up, and like, holy crap. Um, so yeah, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to those. Those were fun. Those were really fun to record. And like, man, I spent so much time playing a link to the past over Christmas. That's like a, so like, that is a f- like very firm memory in my mind playing that game for the show over like Christmas and new years, man, it's a good memory. So yeah, if you're listening to this, you haven't listened to that episode, go check it out. It's fun. I don't know what number it is, but it's, it's there. <laughs> we should try and reenact that like <laughs> pick a Zelda game or some other like legendary game like that over Christmas and I don't know. Yeah. It's an idea. Um, I had a few things like when I saw this question um, earlier, like when, when Chrono posted it, the first thing I thought was Halo ODST. Um, And I think that the game, I was actually following it in game informer at the time um, because it, when it was first announced, it was called Halo recon. Um, So and they kind of made fun of it. They're like, hey, they took a kind of weird and obscure title and made it even more convoluted. And ex- <laughs> Anyway, um, so at the time, I was a total Sony fanboy um, when Halo was rolling out. Uh, you know, Halo, or sorry, Microsoft was running, rolling out Halo on the 360, which I think I want to point out is a little ironic because I bought the 360 um, first so I could play Halo 2. And eventually, you know, when Halo 3, whenever that would come out. Oh, but I think man, the delay the Halo to... 3 release. 
yeah sorry that that like that is also a very firm memory for me anyway sorry (laughs) and it was delayed like 11 months or something too and i was i was kind of like at that point i was like i didn't even care anymore it was just all about my ps3 like whatever um and then later down the line i did rent odst from gamefly but i picked it up and i think i was just in the wrong frame of mind i'm like oh these same enemies again like yeah, cool. They added some night effects here and some glow effects. I'm not really interested. And I returned it like immediately, like after less than 30 minutes of playing. Um, and going back, it's like I when I got my Xbox One and they added Halo ODST to the Master Chief Collection, I think that's when I played it. Okay. Man, <laughs> it's a good game. Like it's it's Halo with a really like kind of, you know, offshoot story and... Yeah, they got audio logs, which are really cool. Some of those audio logs in there are awesome. Um, I just love that you play as different characters, you know, throughout oh, the cool. game and you learn their stories. Like, it's kind of like, okay, the story happened over the course of a few days, right? But you're you're doing flashbacks to different, like what's going on during this time to put the whole story together at the end. Um, so I think that was genius. I thought it was really cool. Um, so that's one of my favorite games, you know, like ever and definitely a front runner if we're just talking about halo games like (laughs) i i haven't played it yeah that's a that's a good one i think you can do that one co-op so if you want to do yeah i'm i'm pretty sure you can yeah so yeah i I think i think more co-op halo is an untapped game resource for us as far as just playing co-op stuff yeah, because there's a lot of Halo content that we haven't played. I I don't even remember if we finished two. But, no, we um, didn't. I think we're I think we're like seventy five percent of the way through Halo yeah. two. Okay, just make a little note. Yeah, and I have a new way to play that. So anyway, just make a little <laughs> note. Um, anyway, uh, so the uh, other one, and this one kind of relates to Chrono on Resident Evil. I thought that was another one that like I wasn't really stoked to play it because you know like I didn't pick it. It wasn't something that I was. You know, um, it was by, I mean, I guess I picked a game in the series, like, but I wasn't really like necessarily like, I didn't have a lot of love for Resident Evil. I'm like, I don't know, but I didn't definitely didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. And I had no idea it was going to be that creepy. (laughs) Like I thought for sure. I'm like, I've played scary games. Like this is an old game. It's not going to be scary. Like, (laughs) and that game was scary. Like it's scarier than dead space to me. Yeah, it's just like... Even though Dead Space is really creepy. <laughs> the game is so quiet and it can throw enemies at you at any time and you can go long periods of time without running into enemies. That is an art. Like, it, yeah. less is more. And <laughs> So I thought that was really amazing. Um, I just wanted to call out, there was one thing, there was a game that I, that I called that I thought was going to be like, um, that... I knew it was going to be good, but no one believed me. That was Red Dead Redemption. I saw a couple screenshots, and I'm like, "That, that's going to be amazing." Like, <laughs> and people are like, "Nah, I don't see it." Uh, Grand Theft Auto with horses? I don't think so. Like, <laughs> man. Oh, anyway. Um, so, second question: Luigi's Mansion. I didn't think that anyone really liked that game, and I think I was just kind of conflating my own um, opinion of it. I was like, "Yeah, that was an early GameCube game, and it's." probably one of the worst looking ones if you look at nintendo games you know like especially like 3d games i mean you had luigi's mansion and you had wave race blue storm i know what i'm playing (laughs) you know just looking at the graphics but 
uh, that's a that's a good game also very resident evil like um so that's and there's a huge community that, that loves that game so i was i was glad to also be yeah. along there i yeah i like luigi's mansion so much more than i thought i would yeah and like it, it didn't look bad to me but i really wasn't that interested in it until like when i played it on stream like whatever year ago year and a half ago how yeah i didn't two understand years ago the, i don't know i didn't understand the challenge of collecting the ghosts right i'm like you just push the button and then you suck up the ghosts you know <laughs> like, you're, so much more than that. you're basically yeah. fishing ghosts yeah exactly all right well um any other thoughts about the questions or should we move on to the news we should move on to the news all right well first i want to say again thank you chrono for yeah. throwing us some questions it's always uh it's been fun to have different things to to shake up the formula a bit and uh additional old video game conversation in this old video game podcast yeah yeah they're really creative questions too i've definitely if i i you know honestly for the questions i thought about making up our own questions like oh this person writes not, <laughs> not <good." laughs> but it's me no I uh, we and I, I know that it. we've like kind of done that <laughs> yeah <laughs> at least once yeah. or twice um for like the game of the year stuff we there was like there was some cool. Oh, I, I remember there was a question early on that I think you kind of asked in a conversation, yeah. but then Gerald RX 40, like, yep, officially asked it and, yep. like, I think added a little bit more to it. Yep. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, good stuff. All um, right. News. F099 uh, is a battle royale version of Nintendo's classic racer. Uh, according to this Game Informer article, and well, more than Game Informer would say that. <laughs> mm. But um, yeah, F099. So there was a Nintendo Direct. There were a lot of things that were announced. Um, this was one of them. I like. I was. I was actually. I was watching it live. Um, I think I was. Yeah, it's while I was sick. It feels like an eternity since. Yeah. Like what is time? Yeah. So actually I was laying in bed. Uh, I think it was like six 45 or something. And like, I didn't want to be awake, but I saw something. that was like, like something popped up on my phone that was like, Hey, Nintendo direct is starting in a little while. And I was like, Oh, holy crap. I'm actually awake to watch the Nintendo direct at 7am yeah. and don't have to get ready for work. Cause I'm sick. Yes. Um, but yeah, when I saw this come on the screen and I saw just like F zero and I was like, Oh, they're doing a new F Zero, and then it was like F Zero ninety nine, and I was like, not exactly what I was hoping for, but still not bad. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this is this is really cool. Like the ninety nine racers, and you like per per lap, you get knocked out. You can also like do enough damage to enemy racers or not enemy what, opponents, I guess, uh, to make them blow up. Um, there, there's also a new mechanic that they've added that like, I don't know, you get enough little gold glowy orb thingies. <laughs> That's the technical term. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they call them super sparks or something like that. Super sparks. Okay. Um, yeah. Collect enough of those. It fills up a bar and then you can like basically have an easy mode over the top of everyone. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, it's a really interesting mechanic and I think it's, um, 
it's executed in a very interesting way. And I think that it's really awesome that they added this as one of the like free things that you can play on Nintendo Switch Online. Because um, I think that's the only way that they would have gotten people to play this. Uh, yeah. There's, there's I, not enough love out there for F-Zero, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I definitely think that the, the fans, there's an audience where some fans are starving for a new entry into F- F-Zero. Um, because it's been just sort of long time abandoned. Yeah, F-Zero point. GX was the last F-Zero game, and that was on the GameCube. Yeah, ouch. Um, so this... Anyway, I just love Nintendo's approach. This is the most Nintendo approach to like Battle Royale because like when, you know, PUBG and Fortnite first came out, people were like scrambling to make these big budget things. But these, yeah. these guys are are doing like little smaller products. We're going to make old games, Battle Royales. And yeah, like I just think it's probably just the side team. So it's like very low stakes and they you know they don't it's not built for long term it's just going to be probably like mario 99 like something very short-lived so you got to go out and play it yeah yeah well like hopefully it sticks around a bit longer than uh the mario uh oh mario 35 oh is that um, what it was i thought it was yeah. mario 99 no, no it's no, okay it it, 99, yes there's Tetris 99 there's also like pac-man 99 and mm-hmm. isn't there another 99 game i don't know maybe now it's just f zero ninety nine. Yeah. But but yeah, I think these these have been really interesting, cool things to try to pull people into Nintendo Switch Online and like giving you a perk, I guess, of being a subscriber. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you've got a Nintendo Switch and uh, you don't have Nintendo Switch Online, this might be worth making you check it out because then you also get whatever other stuff. And I'm going to stop being a commercial for Nintendo switch online. Cause come on, this is the, we're, we're, we're game pass chills or at least yeah. I am still. So anyway, we, we have to go <laughs> twice as hard on game pass now. That's the, yeah, no, <laughs> now I just have to go game pass, game pass, game pass, game pass, game pass, game pass, game pass. <laughs> and next in the news game pass, game pass. Uh, no, anyway, Um, also uh, announced in the Nintendo Direct uh, Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door remasters heads to Nintendo Switch it's like the Super Mario RPG hasn't even come out yet and they're like (laughs) they're like but wait there's more there's more exactly Um, I think they probably wanted to have both in the same Direct but maybe weren't quite ready or maybe because Super Mario RPG was there they didn't want to steal that one's thunder I don't know yeah, I mean, I think it's good that they didn't announce both of them in the same direct. Yeah. Like, because really, like, I don't know. I was going to say something obscene. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I've never played this. Have you? Um, no, I do. I do own it, but I, I have never played it. I think I started playing it just to see what the fuss was about, but I... Definitely wasn't primed for a Super Mario RPG. That's for sure. Um, Because I think sort of some of the like adventure elements sort of kind of took me off. Like at first, they're basically like, you know, you run into um, like a Goomba or Goombella early and she's like, I lost my contact lens. And it's like, no hint of where to find it. I got to (laughs) go look around and talk to people until I find this contact lens. So anyway, um, I was like, uh, this isn't my speed, but I think I could play it now. I think I could, I, I mean, this looks great. 
<laughs> yeah, no, it, it does. It does look very pretty in this remaster, but I also completely agree with you as far as like, you've got to be in the right mindset for the right kind of game that you want to sit down and play. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I guess I can't really elaborate more than that. Other than like, there's just certain games that just like, I know won't jive with me at the time. So I'm like, ah, I, I got to push that back. Like, like, yes, yeah. I want to play that someday. Not right now, but yes, I absolutely want to play that. Like when Super Paper Mario came out, that was on the Wii. That was kind of more my speed. You get right into platforming and puzzling. Like, oh right yeah, away. I loved that. Um, I didn't, I didn't play very much of it, but I started. I was like, this is, this is my pace. I'm yeah. enjoying this. But I didn't yeah. play much of it either because I had to sell my Wii. But, yeah. um, but yeah, I really liked what I did play. Yep. One of these days, we'll have to give that a shot. Um. So yeah, I guess that's that's it. I mean, we get the it's kind of similar to. I mean, this remaster doesn't look as drastic as Super Mario RPG. I no. think it's kind of more of like a sharpening and adding widescreen and other niceties like that. Yeah, and but yeah, it looks I, really good. I think this is great. I think this is like a home run for Nintendo. This is like this is what we've been telling you guys to do forever. Like yes, just bring these games back and and I. I like when these like there's there's like a bounty list of games that haven't been re-released and there's no way to play them so that they've become very expensive like Final Fantasy 7 yeah. was one of those until you could buy it digitally on the PSN store like I don't know when they released that 2010 or something like that. Yeah. Um this is another one because it's a pretty expensive game so this is where the collectors and the gamers tend to fight a little bit and there's no way to purchase this and uh now there is so yes i'm i'm glad just for that reason like um yeah i've always been interested in this game but it's like i don't want to pay the way too much money <laughs> for this game <laughs> yeah exactly you know there's emulation and everything but you know there that that's a whole there's a whole argument to be had for both sides of that so yeah yeah totally but all right, yeah, we got uh, a lot of. Uh, there was a lot more stuff announced than Nintendo Direct. There's been a lot of other things in the news, but you know, again, just trying to trying to focus on retro-ish game-related things. Yeah, yeah, and I, I put in my own little news story that I made up just before yeah. we started the show. Um, <laughs> will Andy be making a gaming hardware purchase before the end of the year? Predictions. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you think? I, I've been looking at a few things and this isn't, um, this isn't also very retro related, but, it's okay. um, so, you know, AMD released their new, um, like, was it, I think it's the 7,800, um, Radeon 7,800. Okay. Yeah. A good price graphics card around $500, which is usually my budget. I want to try and stick around that 500, 600 for, for any PC component, basically. Like, yeah, that's fair. But um, I, I would say I don't want to promote uh, bad habits from NVIDIA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like well, this is going to be $3,000. I mean, I think I spent 800 on my last NVIDIA GPU years ago. But uh, anyway, I, I, I try and I'm trying to bring it down. Yeah, um, focus no, on understand. what I actually need, you know. Um, so but then also, you know, a Series X could be in my future, too. That could be a purchase. It, it's the opportunity cost. Take that $500, turn it to Series X graphics card, maybe. And then there's another rumor that Valve is going to be releasing some kind of hardware before the end of the year. Really? And 
there's yeah so there's a few projects like for probably more than a year they've been thinking that maybe they were going to make some sort of oculus quest like a steam deck you strap to your face essentially <laughs> which deck that was quest but now some data miners have found some things recently that suggest that this might be a set top box that either supports vr or is also a console oh <laughs> we're bringing back steam machines steam machines but with with a vr with vr support in mind basically so like a bespoke system so maybe it's Holy a vr crap. headset that has a device that sits around so i'm like huh, dude I, I'm, if they had something like that in a box that I could connect to my TV in my living room and then yeah. plug my index into it, I'd yep. be into that. Cause I yeah. hate moving my PC into the living room. Just so and that's the only VR. place that I can play VR now because I have my drum set here in my office. Yeah. So I'm kind of interested. I mean, the, the price, you know, might be a little more than $500 if it's considered a PC that can run VR games, you know, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Um, so that, like, but I'm kind of just interested. I mean, it'd be cool if it do VR. Definitely, that'd be a plus for me. But if it's just like a Steam console too, like I would be down for that too. <laughs> I've wanted a PC console for years at this point um, because my favorite experience is when I do. I hate dragging my PC out also to the living room, but when I do, that's that's my ideal gaming experience. It's best of both worlds, you know the graphics and the horsepower with controller and couch and TV. I'm like, <laughs> it's really yeah. good. Um, so anyway, we'll, we'll see that's in, <laughs> it's exciting times. Well, if the steam uh, thing isn't real, I vote, uh, I vote series X. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of do too. Um, just because I don't know, but, um, I want to upgrade my PC, but like, I also, I use my Steam Deck. I don't really use my PC a whole lot anymore. So, fair enough. Yeah, Series X would be good. That would be because then you could use Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, well, and I do use Game Pass. But, no, I know. You know. I'm just, I'm just, you know, <laughs> yeah, doing tying the Game it back Pass in. stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tying it back in. I haven't, um, I haven't overly talked about Game Pass in a few episodes, so. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> my rule for buying a console, though, is there has to be a game that I want to play on it. Starfield. It doesn't have to be exclusive. Starfield. Yeah. So, yeah I mean, <laughs> that's that's the thing is that Star. I got excited because Starfield might might have been the thing. You know, that it was might be probably the first example of a game that you can't really play anywhere else. Um, but but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well. We got anything else? Just, you know, Horizon got me to buy a PS4 Pro and a 4K TV. That was the... That was your Half-Life Alex. That was, that was, yeah, that was, that was Mash's Half-Life Alex. <laughs> if you're not familiar, <laughs> he went pretty, bought an Index and a, a very powerful PC to play Half-Life Alex. Yes. <laughs> Man, I was running, running an iMac forever. And I'm like, Valve, why did you do this to me? <laughs> you gave me no choice. <laughs> Just when I thought I was out, I get dragged back. Uh, I know. In. <laughs> it's like it's like John Wick. Thinking he's thinking he's left the life. Yeah. And then here comes Valve killing my dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or something. something. I don't know. Uh, all right. That's enough silliness. What is this? Camelot? Um <laughs> 
Okay, should we should we go back? Should we talk about Streets of Rage? Let's let's talk about Streets of Rage. I'm All right, excited. Let's get in that time machine. And we have arrived. It is September the 18th. The year is 1991. Man, we're we're almost we're almost right to the day here. Uh, what 32 years ago? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. The release date uh, for Streets of Rage, at least in the United States, was September the 18th and uh, came out in Japan the previous month. Anyway, this isn't when we talk about this stuff. Now I need to talk about the number one song that's playing on uh, the the radio. Uh, the number one song in the U.S. today on that radio is I Adore Mia Moore from the musical group Color Me Bad. They've got when we when we were watching the video before this started, uh, they've they've got a very Kmart looking um, George Michael <laughs> in <Yeah>. their band, <laughs> like George Michael modeling for Kmart essentially. Yeah, I mean to to be fair, there's nothing wrong with this person. It's just like I, I think of like a cross between Ken, like the doll, yeah, from then and George Michael. Yeah. Um, but anyway, cool song. Um, just kind of a funny video to watch. Uh, now that that's wrapping up here on this little radio, uh, number one song in the UK is playing, which is Everything I Do, I Do It For You from Brian Adams. Um, that also, I just like that song. I'm just like grocery store. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just like it just makes me think of idly walking around a grocery store and that's just kind of playing in the background somewhere. Yeah. I, th- I think I got it more from I adore me more, but I mean that, I mean, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, other things happening this month in September of 1991, September the 8th, uh, Macedonia votes for independence from Yugoslavia. September the 10th, rock band Nirvana releases their single Smells Like Teen Spirit, often dubbed the Anthem of Generation X. Uh, September the 22nd, California University makes the Dead Sea Scrolls public. I didn't know that until looking at this, and I'm like, wait, really? Can I can I just look at that on the internet now? Probably. I just didn't I didn't do an internet search. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the Dead Sea Scrolls are, but are. Well, they're scrolls from the sea that have that are deceased. I don't know. You had me going like, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, also on September 22nd, Miami Dolphins coach Don Shula records his 300th career NFL victory. I mean, can he count it as a victory? He wasn't on the field. I mean, technically he was on the sideline, but like he didn't play the game. Mm. <laughs> I'm just being silly now uh the 30th jerry springer's tabloid talk show jerry springer debuts on tv some music albums released this month includes uh emotions from mariah carey the low-end theory from a tribe called quest pretty on the inside from hole no more tears from ozzy osbourne wretch from caius the pod from ween the self-titled album from naughty by nature uh nature of a sister from queen latifah Rope in the Wind from Garth Brooks. Waking Up the Neighbors from Brian Adams. Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 uh, from Guns N' Roses. Uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And Nevermind from Nirvana. Movies released this month include Deceived, 
The Man in the Moon, My Own Private Idaho, Necessary Roughness, Beauty and the Beast, Karate Cop, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, Little Man, uh, sorry, Little Man Tate, and McBain. Video games released this month include Road Rash, Streets of Rage, uh, both of those in the Sega Genesis, and then also Starblade from Nanco in the arcades. That's all I could really find, at yeah. least on the article in Wikipedia. Um, yeah, feel like uh, there's there's more research that could be done and that page could be updated, but I am not the person to do it. <laughs> mm. So anyway, that's that's everything that's that's happening. The stage has been set. Please. I have an update. Yes. Uh, Ooh, what's your update? I, I had to search what the Dead Sea Scrolls were. Dead Sea Scrolls, also called the Qum, Qumran Cave Scrolls, are a set of ancient Jewish manuscripts from the Second Temple period. So, there you go. Okay. <laughs> well, now it's public. Now it's public. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, University of California. Yeah. There we go. Streets of Rage, and released September 18th, 1991. Today, it is playable... A lot of things. Yeah. So people people like these games. So Genesis, Game Gear, Sega CD. That's that's actually... The Sega CD is from like a Sega Genesis collection that you can play oh, on the Sega CD. That's That was smart because yeah. they had more storage capacity. Yeah. And it's a way to sell, sell Sega CDs, but also Game Gear. I didn't know about that. So Yeah, it's... it's so there there's definitely some difference with the Game Gear, but I also... I didn't realize it came out on the Game Gear. Yeah. Uh, we switch, I, I guess, did they, oh God, there must've been another collection on the Wii. Um, Genesis so, mini, uh, the Wii, it was actually virtual console. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, this is the version I wish I would have played the Nintendo uh, 3DS version. Yeah. The 3D classics one is awesome. Oh, that would have been really good. I that was the first way I played through that game was the 3D yeah. classics version. Yeah. I mean, I don't have too many regrets because what I, my setup was pretty cool. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Xbox 360 and newer, PlayStation 3 and newer, <laughs> and uh, of course the PC. Um, so I guess, I don't know, before I forget. You I know what? Like, I, it, it is also on iOS. I didn't put that. Okay. There you go. It might also be on Android. Chances <laughs> are. You know, I played it. I played it on the Steam Deck, and then like last night for my second run through, I I brought out my um, I just set up my Steam dock on the kitchen table, and then I got my arcade stick out and I just plugged it into the dock and played. That nice, was a perfectly awesome and acceptable way to play. I just felt like I was like this little hacker or something. It <laughs> really worked. Um, so um, yeah, one of oh, and then I was like, what else can I play with this? This is awesome. Anyway, uh, history. Uh, lead designer uh, Noriyoshi Oba uh, broached the idea of doing a street fighting game along the lines of Final Fight and Double Dragon with Yuzo Koshiro. Oba was also influenced by action television shows such as Starsky and Hutch and The A-Team. The game was designed for players to focus on preventing enemies from swarming them as well as to work with a second player using various cooperative team moves. When the first game's development began in 1990, Koshiro was influenced by electronic dance music, specifically house and techno, and wanted to be among the first to introduce those sounds in video games. The soundtrack shows the influence of contemporary R&B and hip-hop music. Koshiro said that 
the most important element in recreating club music sounds for the games was to emulate the timbre and percussion sounds of Roland's rhythm machines. Uh, the most famous models being the TR-606, TR-707, TR-808, and the 909, stating that it, would, uh, that it wouldn't be an exaggeration to say that that sound defined the genre. As for the reception, the game topped uh, the UK Mega Drive charts upon release. Streets of Rage went on to be one of the best-selling Sega games as of 1992. Streets of Rage was well-received. Electronic Gaming Monthly claimed it was a winner in a category that was lacking on the 16-bit Sega and a real version of Double Dragon for the Genesis. Uh, The magazine's critics were quick to call it the best fighting game of all time, making it superior to all other titles such as Final Fight. They highlighted its superb graphics, terrific interaction, huge amount of attacks, I I don't know, um, (laughs) in two-player mode, and called its music funkadelic and better than Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, Mega Plays four reviews also called it the best uh, all-time fighting, praising the graphics soundtrack and describes the gameplay as street fighting action at its best. Megatech Magazine reviews that it had excellent sprites, backdrops, and brilliant music. Adding great gameplay and simultaneous two-player action, you've got an essential buy. Mega placed the game at number six in its top Mega Drive games of all time. Reviewing the game in Sega Arcade Classics for the Sega CD, Glenn Rubenstein wrote in 1993, it still holds up well. I mean, it's come on, it's only been two years. (laughs) (laughs) Mega's own magazine's Brian Costello cited the music, level backgrounds, and boss fights. But he just talked about them? What what is this? (laughs) Mega's own's Brian Costello. He cited that the music, the level backgrounds, and the boss fights were awesome. (laughs) He called the music (laughs) the most hyped of all time. Uh, Maybe maybe it's a it's a slang thing that I'm not getting. Um, It's shipyard graphics, the best on the consoles. (laughs) 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 He and Electronic Gaming Monthly were also amazed by the large size of the boss. Oh, wow. wow. Interesting. That was a rough one. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. <laughs> was this written on the Man, that boss scroll? was really large. <laughs> oh man. Um uh as for the overview, uh, uh Streets of Rage is a beat 'em up featuring uh, aspects of uh, Double Dragon Final Fight. Players act as Adam, Axel, or Blaze, who save Wood Oak City from being overtaken by a criminal syndicate led by Mr. X. The three traverse eight levels and all have a total of 40 moves, such as headbutts, backslams, and reverse kicks surrounding the landscape and weapons that can be used to uh, surrounding the landscape are weapons that can be used to attack enemies such as knives glass bottles pipes baseball bats and food items that increase energy such as apples and chicken ah uh, yes floor chicken <laughs> floor chicken <laughs> just like floor pizza right <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> Uh, as in Sega's previous beat-em-up, Golden Axe, enemies walk onto the screen from both sides, as well as occasionally appearing from other locations. Foes include ninjas, punks, and women in bondage. <laughs> okay. uh, and up to 12 can appear on a screen. Yeah, it's not overwhelming. Yeah, well, the... Um... Oh. 
Yeah, it, it, to- it totally is. And I, it, when it says in bondage, I think it's like dominatrix. Sort yeah, of. yeah. Like, the it's the just ladies kind of with the tall boots and the M. Bison style hats. Yeah. Those military yeah, exactly. hats and those whips. Yeah. Just made, it makes me think of the, I can't even remember what it is, but it's like, I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. <laughs> like whatever that like meme is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, the player must defeat each opponent to progress through eight locations known as rounds. Well, they're levels, but yes, they call them rounds. Mm. Uh, with the exception of round seven, there is a boss battle at the end of every round with a disproportionately large enemy. Unlike its sequels, none of the enemies are named within the game. They are named only in the Japanese version's manual. Oh, okay. And the bosses have a visible life bar. Uh, Players also have a limited number of special attacks that allow them to call the police and summon a police car that fires explosives, damaging all enemies on screen. It's like like modern day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of police brutality in this game. (laughs) Yeah. Well... Yeah, an overarmed police force. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on, he's got a bazooka. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty much. It's like a car. Just like, hey, I need some help, and the cop pulls up in a car and just launches a rocket out of his freaking bazooka. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, Um, the the player is given one special attack per life or per level, and power ups shaped like police cars supply additional specials. So, yeah, that 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 was the thing. I was like hoping that there'd be more, because like, yeah, I haven't played this as much as Streets of Rage too. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I I kind of saved those specials for the boss too. Like, I'm like, I just want to eliminate part of the boss health bar right away. So yeah, made them a little easier. Um, so this was the first time playing, and you know, you introduced me to um. Streets of Rage 2. So, and I was surprised how similar like the game is, really. Um, it kind of does the, you know, uh, was it Super Mario Land 1 and 2 thing where the sprites just get a lot bigger in the second one to add more detail. Um, but I mean, the music's there, especially that main theme. For, for all I knew, that the Streets of Rage theme I thought was just in Streets of Rage 2. So I was like, gotcha. oh man, I don't. I don't get to listen to the main theme again, but I sure did. And I did that a couple times. <laughs> um, some of the bosses are pretty frustrating. Some of them I could figure them out. Some of them I couldn't really figure out. And one of them I basically never figured out. And I don't even know how I beat them, but very slowly. Um, yeah, I'm interested once we get to talk about the bosses. The bosses. Yeah. What? What? Because yeah, there's something I hated. <laughs> yeah, some some are real frustrating. Um, but uh, but you know, I didn't think the boss rush really felt that bad because I'd kind of already learned most of their patterns at that time. So, but yeah. we'll talk about that. Um, the um, yeah, it's just a. I mean, another great example of the Sega sound chip being used to amazing effect. <laughs> I agree. I do not think that the Sega sound chip sounds like farts the way that uh, Eight Four Play <laughs> says that the Sega sound chip sounds like. But like, it just sounds like farts. I'm like, no, it doesn't. It's freaking amazing. <laughs> it is good. You know, it's 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 just a tool, right? And it's a reflection of whoever composes it, right? They can do amazing things with it. 
exactly. you know, a bad, I'm sure so there are some bad Sega games out there that do sound like farts. <laughs> I'm sure that there are. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, what's your uh, experience or take on yeah, this? Yeah. So, I mean, as, as I mentioned when we first started talking about this, um, uh, the first time I played this game was the Sega 3D Classics version on my 3DS. Mm. So, you know, 10 years ago or so was the first time I played just the original Streets of Rage. I had played Streets of Rage 2 because Kevin Larrabee of Back in My Play, he he uses Streets of Rage 2 music as his intro music to his podcast. Um, uh. And he just like go he just went on and on like there were like you know the way that i talk about game pass is the way that he <laughs> talked about streets of rage too <laughs> yeah. nice. um so yeah like i just i had to check it out so yeah and like also the fact that this game came out with the sega 3d classics and that was like you know <laughs> All of those actually are very cool, by the way. Yeah. Um, I was going to tell folks to buy them if they can, but they can't anymore. So no. sorry. <laughs> um, there is a cartridge, though, that you can buy um, oh. that has, I think, like six or seven of the Sega 3D classics on it, um, which it's I'm sure it costs affordable. a million dollars yeah. now. <laughs> um, there's going to be a sealed one that sells for like... I don't know, like $8 million in a few yeah. years. Like, <laughs> yeah, sure. Give it, give it 20 years and there'll yep. be some kid whose 3ds was their first console. And they're like the new, uh, Elon Musk or something. And he'll, he'll buy it or, yep. or, or she, or they, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Why am I automatically gendering this person yeah. anyway? Um, so yeah, that uh, maybe maybe now is the best time to buy it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so anyway, it I think it's a it's a generally especially when 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 put into the context that this was the this was Sega's answer to Double Dragon and Final Fight. I don't like those games that much, but mm. they helped create and define this genre to to bring us Streets of Rage and then ultimately Streets of Rage 2 and bring us the Ninja Turtles games like oh my god so yeah so uh, though at the time I know that I liked Double Dragon and I know that I liked Final Fight those feel very hard to go back to after something like Streets of Rage and Streets of Rage 2 and the other games yeah and I typically you know don't really enjoy games of these this genre these beat-em-ups but I, I do enjoy playing I do have fun playing Streets of Rage absolutely I feel like a lot of what helps Streets of Rage is the soundtrack <laughs> yeah it does um it's it's for, still it still is fun but the soundtrack just like elevates it and and the combat doesn't feel mindless you're not like mashing the same button over and over there's a lot of strategy to yeah. it and a lot of mystery also because i apparently refused to read the manual or anything and just try and figure it out yeah that see that is something that like i feel like is missing from our experience of of doing this now and playing a lot of these games it's like we're not reading like we're not reading the back of the box we're not like pouring over every page of the manual like i know that i did when i got new games yeah um i guess it is more i guess it's it's more akin to a rental experience because how many video game rentals did you have that included the manual Ooh, 
Uh, yeah, not too, not too many. I mean, in the early days, yeah, but less and less as yeah. it went, you know? So yeah, I, I absolutely love the music. Um, it's, it should be no surprise to anyone like Yuzo Koshiro, um, just is a great musician in general. Um, yeah. I was going to say he's great at making video game music, but like, no, he's just great at making music that just happens to be in a video game. Yeah, I was thinking about it too, you know, like listening to the music. I'm like, this would be very hard to make. <laughs> like, how do you, like, that's, that's incre- incredibly difficult task. Like, how do you, how, does, how do you think up these things? You know, like, no way. Yeah. So like, fantastic music. Um, also, just generally, I love the art style. I love the level sets and the backgrounds and just... I don't know. I, I feel like it's it's a very good looking game. It's a very good sounding game. I'd be lying if I said I didn't like Streets of Rage 2 more than this game, but this game had to walk so that Streets of Rage could be amazing. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, overall, uh, just it's it's good stuff, man. It, it's 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 also really great. If either you've never played Streets of Rage 2, start with this. Um, but if you have played it and you haven't played this yet, still play it. Go back to it. See see the roots of the series. Um, it's still definitely worth checking out. Though, maybe it's not as good, but still, it's 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 pretty great. Yeah, it 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 wasn't painful for me at all. You know, even having played it Streets of Rage four already. You know, <laughs> like yeah. It's a good game, too. So now we're going to get to our favorite part. Oh, yeah. The music. Talking about the music of Streets of Rage. So uh, we did a little bit of pre-planning, and we got a lot of music we want to throw at you because this whole soundtrack is just banging. It's really good. Mm -hmm. Um, Any thoughts or anything you want to share before we start off with the title track? I think it's just going to speak for itself. Like I don't have anything that I can, I can really think of. Um, but except for, I mean, a lot, some of this music in parts, and I think there are some listeners out there that'll agree. It reminded me a little bit of Sonic too, because that was my game that I was playing around this time <laughs> or a little later, I guess. But cause I came to the Genesis late, I think, but, uh, but yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to start us off here with the street of rage. From the Streets of Rage soundtrack.
And that is the Street of Rage. From mm. Streets of Rage. <laughs> you know, if someone like asked me to like having never heard that, like make a song and call it the Street of Rage. <laughs> it would probably <laughs> wouldn't sound anything like that. But I mean, this is so much better. This is the best possible. <laughs> yeah. It's so very, good. It's very good. <laughs> Again, Yuzuk Shiro, I love you. Yes. Um, all right. Well, uh, one of the other tracks that we had selected, this is from the first level of the game. It is called fighting in the street. And I feel like it really, it sets the tone of the game very well. Like once you're, once you finally get going, um, though, I feel like I could just sit on that, like starting screen and just like keep listening to the street of rage over and over again. (laughs) Just loop that the entire game. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be that mad. No. <laughs> uh, but all right. So uh, next up is Fighting in the Street. Fighting in the street from Streets of Rage. There were so many times that I was like, okay, I'm going to fade it out now. And then it's yeah. like, no, it sounds too good. It keeps getting better. It's, so that's the thing. <laughs> these, these tracks, they keep their, their, their loops are so keep changing, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. and, and morphing. And even what I noticed the first 30 seconds to a lot of these songs is kind of like the introduction, like it's just getting started. And then the song really kind of, comes into play and i i think that's really cool <laughs> yeah like oh my it, it just the, the so that that is just a taste 
for everyone. That that was like maybe half of that song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like really it's like, uh, I feel like especially from this time, so many games had such short audio loops that like with the last game that we played, Super Mario Brothers, yeah. very short audio loops, but really good. Yeah. And like... Uh-huh. It, it it's still like it at least to me it never got annoying yeah it didn't feel like a short loop <laughs> and these are not short they just keep expanding like and it's they're so good <laughs> yeah um all right so let's see the next one up here so we we do have attack the barbarian but that's more boss ish music so I'm, I'm 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 gonna hold that one off i think until the the end Okay. Um, but I know that you had a particular affinity for Moon Beach here. Yep. Um, anything you want to say before we get into it? Not, not really. We can just kind of, you know, um, it's it's just good. That's it. <laughs> we're just we're just gonna enjoy some more Streets of Rage music. Yep. Uh, again, this is Moon Beach. This is Moon Beach. So it's been funny. I've been like watching both of us in the video feed, just like lightly bopping our heads to all the songs. <laughs> okay. It's so good. I, I remember what I was going to say or what I liked about that track. Is it that was that song kind of reminded me of like from Sonic 2 Chemical Plant with Oil Ocean in there because that sound effect from Oil Ocean's in there. But it's just like it's an upbeat track, but it's but also like Oil Ocean's a little more subdued. So it's kind of felt like somewhere in the middle between those two tracks. But nice. Anyway, that's that's why like when I was listening to the and you'll hear that effect, you know, throughout the game. I don't know if you'll hear it in the other um, tracks that we're listening to. here. Yeah, it might be in this next one that we listen to as well. The keep the groove in. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, 
So thanks for cueing me in on that, but I my brain wasn't working when I. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I hope you guys like this soundtrack because we're gonna keep playing. We got we got two more that we want to show you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, next up is keep the grooving. that is just a taste of keep the grooving i really do just want to keep grooving that's really awesome i love that track yeah i think that was a a, a good one to pick because it seemed a little different from the others so it kind of shows you a little the variety this game has all right well uh i think the last one we're going to do here is attack the barbarian this is the the kind of recurring boss music until you get to the very final boss and they they've got their own music but you hear this a lot and uh it's good stuff are are you are you ready for it you got anything you want to say uh no i was just admiring the box art also i know i love i love this art it's so good it's so detailed like there's so much to it it's anyway it's it's way better than it has any business being so it's it's a full like full spectrum multimedia enjoyment that we're having here with the streets of rage. Uh, and again, this is attack the barbarian.
I wish I wasn't fading out right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so sorry, everybody. It's so good. But that that is, again, just a taste of Attack the Barbarian from the Streets of Rage soundtrack. My God. You know, it's amazing because we talked about like, I, I think we we mentioned it or not, I'm going to say it again. In the, in the Mario Brothers episode, it's amazing what they did with like a mono track, like a mono and like audio track. like 32 kilobytes total or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just like how, how like literally like we're talking about a single speaker. You can only play like one sound at a time, but they make it sound like it's a multi-layered sort of track. Like this, this is like a symphony and I think yes. it's a stereo if we're lucky. <laughs> yeah. It's no, yeah. So this is uh this is stereo. Yeah. Oh, it's, um, yeah, it's Ooh. really good. Yeah, actually, in Keep the Groove In, I was really digging the bongos that I was hearing in the left channel. Yeah. Like the, well, you know, the Sega Genesis bongo sound anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Just <laughs> ban. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. love you, Yuza Kashiro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i guess just like it, it amazes me yeah like a you know a, a console from the early 90s made these sounds you know <laughs> it's still really good none of this sounded like farts yeah <laughs> i i did not hear one fart <laughs> i did not hear a single fart in this streets of rage soundtrack yeah so yeah we spent we spent maybe a bit more time on music than we normally do because it deserves it yeah. Like I, I was actually a uh, listener. <laughs> I was joking with Andy that like, <laughs> we should just play the soundtrack <laughs> and that's the episode. Just like, well, here's the streets of rage soundtrack. Bye. Thanks everybody. <laughs> Cause it's that good. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, all right. Well, I guess, uh, you got anything else to say about the music before we continue on? Go listen to it. That's, yeah. that's, that's all I got. Go listen some more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, Go listen to it and then listen to it some more. <laughs> yes. Your homework listener is to listen to more of this soundtrack. We only, yeah. we only touched a bit of it. Yes. Um, whether you play this game or not, listen to the soundtrack. It's awesome. Mm. Um, oh, and actually, the sorry, I have one last thing I wanted to do. Mm. So we're done talking about the music. That's the stage clear music. <laughs> so the music stage is clear. Oops. <laughs> so it, I forgot it was just going to go on and keep playing other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, our, our music stage is clear. So uh, let's, uh, let's talk about the characters, yep. uh, which there's, I don't know. There's a whole lot to say. We, we, we already know their names. Yep. Um, let me get back to the correct tab here. Um, did you uh, did you try more than one character? All Blaze all the time. Yeah, I was. Oh, damn, I was all. <laughs> dang it! I knew I should have played another character because I I always play Blaze. Also, it's okay. Blaze I awesome. I knew that both of us were going to play Blaze. Yeah, <laughs> it's just I don't know. Maybe like I I think that I like that these games for your their characters are more um, uh, inclusive than like a lot of games particularly yeah. during the era where you get you know like generic like white dragon. guy yeah like two <laughs> guys 
pick, you know. They're, generic they're... brunette white guy, generic blonde white guy. Yeah, exactly. So, and I, I think it's cool that you can play a female character in these games. And I, yeah. maybe I'm just sort of burnt out on the generic white guy <laughs> protagonist, you know, like. <laughs> Come on, I'm a generic white guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got to play as somebody else sometimes. Exactly. There you go. There you go. Um, so, yeah, and. I understand that these characters have different stats, you know, like one stronger ones, you know, a little faster. Um, it actually says right here, I should be reading Axel is a uh, high powered um, and moves quickly, but has poor jump. Uh, Adam uh, possesses high power and the best jump ability, but slow movement. Uh, and then blaze is moves faster than the others and has good jump ability, but is the weakest character. So, Fair enough. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a rock, paper, scissors thing, right? Yeah. Like kind of depends how, you know, they, they will possess two good qualities and one poor one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Got to have reason to play other characters, except neither of us took the other reasons to play the other characters. <laughs> I think maybe my play style, like, I don't know, the, the jump did come in handy, but I really yeah. just like wanted to like, like I loved, I mean, I'm skipping ahead, but I just Please love do. picking up the lead pipe and just like yeah. smacking down enemies over oh, and so over good. and over again. <laughs> and then getting really frustrated when um, they get in close and, and get a quick shot on me. So I dropped the pipe. So yeah, that lead pipe, man, that's the <laughs> best. Just love beating the crap out of dudes with the pipe. I felt like I was playing a baseball game, just like home run, <laughs> home run. Oh, especially when you get to like the level that has like some construction and there's some pits and you just get to one hit them in there. <laughs> oh, it's so satisfying. Yeah. Or off the elevator. That was, that was, yeah, that too. I don't think I did it with a, with a pipe on that level, but just knocking people off the elevator. Was I swear, man. Uh, one of these days I need to make a beat em up. That's like only elevator levels. <laughs> I feel like that's like a trope of beat em ups is like, where's the elevator level? Oh, there it is. Oh, this one's going down. <laughs> this one's going up. This is going sideways. <laughs> Get onto the people mover. <laughs> yeah. I, well, that, that was kind of the funny thing here is that this, this is one of the games that started that trope, right? Like it, it was, I think it was early enough to where there weren't too many yeah, elevator just games. Like, at wait that a point. second. Did golden axe like, I don't. I actually, I haven't. I don't think I've ever played through Golden Axe. Yeah, I definitely haven't. Um, or I don't know. I know I've played through a Golden Axe game. I just don't know which one. Anyway, I'm like, does that have an elevator? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'd be surprised, but yeah. I, I'm sure that Double Dragon probably has an elevator. Like, man, yeah. I remember renting that game and playing the crap out of that when I was a kid and just being bad at it. We know the turtle games. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, there are elevators in those for sure. Yes. All right. Well, speaking of lead pipes um, and floor chicken, <laughs> floor chicken. Yes. Should we talk about the like the the different pickups being items and weapons? Or do you got yeah. anything else to say about our our hero cast? No, not nothing really. I mean, uh, they, I really like that, you know, the, in the game's few cutscenes, it's kind of like how the story is, is not really that you're playing one character, but you're playing three characters working as a team. Yeah. So, um, cause you might be playing co-op and you'd be playing with two of those characters, which teamwork makes the dream work. 
I kind of I kind of missed you <laughs> playing through this I know. game because I, was like, I got oh, man. We, get my butt kicked. We uh, yeah felt like this would have been would have been a good opportunity, but you know with being in Denver and then being sick, yeah. uh, and then you with all your crazy <laughs> plans and stuff as well. Yep, my crazy schemes I'm up to over here. Just uh, <laughs> was not in the cards, sadly. Yes. Um, um, pickups. Yes. Well, we we got we got the floor chicken we talked about. Or wait, do we? No, it's beef. It's, it's beef yeah, in this game. I thought it was beef. I thought it was beef. My uh, bad. My bad. I'm, I think, I'm thinking of. I must be thinking of uh, Streets of Rage too. I think there's yeah. like a whole like chicken or a turkey or something. I think that definitely is in Streets of Rage Four. So sure. yeah. All right. Well, floor beef then. Yeah. Um, which that's a, that's a full health refill. We got, we got apples strewn about as well, where you get a little bit of health, you got your one up, which is like an icon of the three main characters, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, oh yeah, your special, it's a little police car icon. So you can get an extra special attack, not, not as an extra special attack. Mm-hmm. Like it's not more special. It's just an additional it reminds me of uh, Doom when you're picking up the little collectibles. Oh, know, yeah. The newer Doom. You know? Yeah. Anyway. Um, and then, you know, you got a money bag and a gold bar, and that's just to give you more points. But the more points you get, and I can't remember the exact value. Maybe it's like 200,000 points you get uh, an extra life, and I think at 500,000 points you get an extra life. Oh, nice. Um, and I don't know what the interval is from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you, you, you have a chance, you know, with your – with your score to earn some extra lives as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, it, random tangent. Yeah. That, that beef, let's see that, uh, what do they call that? Like when, when you have beef that's on a bone and the bones on like there, it's, it, Oh yeah. There's a name for it. I don't I know what that's called, but it looks, it, it now is also making me think of bonks adventure. Yeah. Cause he eats yep. those. <laughs> Okay, I'll think about that. And um, it's a uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, weapons. Um, we've got the uh, beer bottle, knocks enemies down. Uh, knife knocks enemies down. Can be thrown. I couldn't um, seem I, to control. Uh, yeah, I don't happens. know how to control it. It's like I think direction. Yeah, I thought maybe in a direction, and and uh, pressing the button would throw it, or like if you're moving forward, but. I definitely was standing still and pressed the button and blazed through it. So <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what, what triggers it being thrown either. It just yeah. seemed like it generally worked out for me. <laughs> like whenever it happened, <laughs> um, baseball bat, um, pretty similar to the lead pipe, a little shorter, <laughs> just, just slightly inferior to yeah. the lead pipe. Um, of course, lead pipe. And then, pepper shaker that's what that thing is oh yeah i was was like am i throwing dust in their face yeah i thought it was like a little smoke grenade capsule or something like that because it like kind of stuns the the enemy they they don't really do anything for a minute so you can like beat them up (laughs) they're like oh my god i'm gonna sneeze uh yeah yeah exactly they're like oh (laughs) kazoon type punch (laughs) (laughs) Um, speaking of those people we're punching, <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about the, the enemies there? Sure. Uh, we've got, we've got a, only, only a few here. Uh, yeah, I think there's more, but anyway, yeah. So we've got, 
or I don't know, maybe maybe it's not more. It's just different colors of these. Yeah, folks, that could be too. I'm opening up the tabs. We've got uh, Galzia, mm-hmm. also known as Garcia. <laughs> uh, oh. um, apparently, and maybe that's in like later. Yeah, here we go. In Streets of Rage, ah, yes, the generic, regular enemy that we come a fight or come to come to fight first usually. Um, yeah, the most the most common basic thug. <laughs> 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 Um, so yeah, we got them. We've got Signal. Oh yeah, the guy with the crazy jacket and the big mohawk. Yep. I didn't really know what their deal was. Like, they, it seems like they were all, you know, they had their own specialties. Um, like, you know, some of them are range or some of them are good at being generic. But um, <laughs> I, I, I could never figure it out, but I never gave him a chance to. I just kind of mowed them down oh also yeah so this uh there's three variants of this fighter each having increased health uh Mm. but they use the same they they use the same moveset it's y oh no sorry g signal r signal and d signal Mm. let's see we've also got nora oh nora's the one with the dominatrix type outfit yeah i see um, so yeah, she's got some crazy cool looking like what thigh high type boots. Yep. Yeah, I was um, actually really surprised to see this character in the game. I was kind of like, oh, okay. You know, like because yeah. I don't remember beating up any ladies in, in Streets of Rage 2. <laughs> oh yeah, no, this character is definitely in Streets of Rage 2. <laughs> oh, okay. I yeah, okay. I didn't um, remember. Yeah, well, and in Streets of Rage 4. Okay. Yeah, I get well, I haven't finished Streets of Rage 4 either, so that's a that's fair a, enough. I need to do that sometime. But yeah, she she's got like, you know, those those super high boots. She's wearing like a almost like a I guess kind of like a corset. Mm, but yeah. like looking at the Streets of Rage 4 artwork just so I can have a larger picture to look at. Yeah. Um it looks like yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a corset, but it's more like a bathing suit type thing like (laughs) type of cut um over like some leggings but then also has like these really long like these long-armed gloves yes that go with her very m bison from street fighter looking hat that's the Um, only way i could describe it yeah yeah and and like this this whip um I feel like in this game, this enemy wasn't as difficult for me as she normally is in like Streets of Rage 2, for me anyway. Okay. Um, We also have Hakuyo, where, oh yeah, in Streets of Rage 2, he looks totally different. Okay. Um. Mm. They, in, in the, in this game, it looks more almost kind of like a Ryu with like yeah. long hair. Like yep. Ryu from Street Fighter. Yep. So yeah, uh, also let's see. Wait, is there any any comment about this guy? Oh, he trained at a 4,000-year-old Shaolin Temple in China. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Moves fast around the screen, often jumping behind the player for a kick attack or doing jump kicks. 
Yeah, that was also a sneaky character. Oh, I I prioritized them with the lead pipe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, come here. <laughs> oh, and this guy, this next one, Jack. He kind of looks like Junkrat from Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and I don't know how he moves around. It's almost like he's on an invisible unicycle, like the way. But yeah, he's, he's <laughs> it's kind of goofy. Yeah, he juggles and then he throws these axes, but. I really like how projectiles work in this game because you can hit them out of the air. Like you can punch projectiles. Oh yeah, that's right. It had some cool moments where it's like four axes coming at you. You're like punch, 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 like knocking them out of the way. And then, and then you take out the enemy or, um, some interesting moments doing like a dive kick with blaze where basically like I'm knocking the projectiles out of his juggling animation, but they're spawning at the same time. So it's like, I knocked out like 12 of them, like boom, 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 like as they're spawning in and then I hit them. I'm like, that was cool. That was awesome. Really cool logic built in there. So yeah, those are, those are uh, our main enemies aside from the bosses. Yeah. And also it seemed like uh, that last enemy, what was it? Jack also threw like, had some variations. Sometimes they were axes. Sometimes they were like flaming axes. Um, yeah. kind of interesting. Yes, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, then uh, I guess next we've got our stages and bosses. Mm, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were waiting to talk about this one. Um, yeah. So in the very first, the very first level... What is it? They call them rounds. (laughs) Yeah. In the first round, City Street, and we face off with Antonio. And uh, Antonio's just a dude with what? He's got some big brown leather boots on. He's got a boomerang. Uh, And it looks like he skipped leg day. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Agree. (laughs) Big, big upper body, very kind of short legs, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Stumpy legs. Um, this boss gave me a lot of trouble at first, um, but I again, then I figured out the projectile thing. You can you can kick his boomerang that he throws at you. So help make hmm. quick work of uh, Antonio. Yeah. Oh, he currently holds third place title in the world uh, boomerang rankings. Apparently, <laughs> third place. Man. I I love I love this like this lore and these details in this Streets of Rage wiki. I'm assuming this came out of the uh the manual for the game. Yeah, I like it. I mean, bit. or it's just somebody with a great imagination. <laughs> yeah, or or I mean, I'm sure it says their blood type somewhere around here. Oh yeah, man. Oh dude. That was <laughs> I never understood that about Street Fighter. It's like like why am I seeing the blood type of the characters? Like, why do I care? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, in Japanese culture, there, there are assumptions you can make about people based on their blood type. Oh, like it's a cultural thing. That's what I've, Today that's what I've I learned. Heard. I could okay. be totally wrong. That's just something that I've heard, you know, like it's like, it's a, Oh, they're a type a person or a type B person, you know, something like that. But okay. Type, okay. You know. Also type A type B. <laughs> yeah. All right. I get it. That's cool. Ne- I guess we should talk about the next. Co- um, of course, the inner city. I 
don't know if I could tell the difference between I, I if I could see the two stages, I could yeah, just a different part of the city. Um, yeah, a little less uh, distinct. Um, but you have uh, then you fight Freddy Krueger as the basically as the yeah yeah his name is Souther, I guess, and um, he he's yeah this this oh, is one of the bosses I almost. I could never figure out, you know, like because his his animation is kind of about striking fast and attacking you. Like I hate this guy. Um, yeah. And I, I noticed something with the AI though. I noticed that um basically he runs at you when you're running away, but is slow will slowly approach while you're looking. So I would use that to kind of time him to get him where I wanted him and then I could attack. So nice. that I only noticed that in the boss rush in the end. I, I didn't notice that same behavior when in this level or this this round. So anyway. Yeah, in this description it says he fights with uh clawed gloves, a la Freddy Krueger, although with three blades on the back more resembling Wolverine's claws. Yeah, uh, and has an invincible air attack, making jumping assaults risky against him. Mm, okay. Yes. Yeah, that was another thing. A lot of these bosses, you cannot dive kick them. They will, they don't like that. <laughs> but I love dive kicking. Uh, I know. That's it's one so of good. my favorite pastimes in a beat em up is dive kicking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. We have the third round is Beachfront. And what is Abadidi? <laughs> oh, yeah. The Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. guy very much made me think of the Ultimate Warrior. Um, which he also looks pretty much the same in Streets of Rage too. Yep. But big wrestler dude likes to charge you quickly and punch. So if you can anticipate when he's charging, that's that Yeah. My... While he I think you can even just like hit him while he's charging at you. Like yeah. as long as you time the hit right, then yes. you interrupt his charge. I just, it's so hard when he's like off screen and he's charging you and then all of a sudden he's yes. coming. Like it's too late. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. Uh, it says here, uh, the primary method of attack is a clothesline at the end of a rushing charge. He'll repeat mm -hmm. this pattern. Occasionally provoking him will make him pick the player up, hold them in the air and a standoffish position and toss them away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely use rewind um, a lot, especially later in the game, but um, to kind of preserve health and and continues and stuff like that. But this guy, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I remember using it like basically to do a perfect run on this guy because he was real annoying. It takes a lot of health very quickly. Yeah, like that was one of my that was one of my big regrets not playing this in a way that I could use save states or rewind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was uh, it was it was fairly tough not uh, not having that at my disposal, and like just not having the like the boss fights memorized like the way that I do with Turtles in Time. Yeah, that too. Um, I also like these rounds, how they go, because they, they have some continuity. It seems like you're going somewhere kind yeah. of like on a, on a journey. So you kind of start to see that, you know, we were on a inner city, we were on a beach and now we're on a bridge and there's not really a, in, yeah, there's, there, there's the level where it's got the holes, you can knock them down, but there's really not oh, a no. lot of differences between the levels besides maybe a few nuances like that, a few obstacles and um, what you've 
break to find like collectibles that's also sort of different in every level which i thought was pretty creative like you had to figure it out like i think there's traffic cones in this one <laughs> like that you have to hit so yeah um but then you fight at the bridge bongo this is the only boss i think i really got figured out at some point um yeah i didn't the for the first fight I got really frustrated and like, I didn't see what I was supposed to do, but in the yeah, boss same. rush, I finally had it figured out and was like, okay, this isn't too bad. But like I kept accidentally trying to pick this guy up. Like uh -huh. I'd get behind him and I'd try to pick him up as blaze. And this is a big dude. And the yeah. game's just like blaze can't pick him up. And you try to pick him up and he falls on you and you take damage. Yeah, that happened to me once <laughs> on accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was that was funny. Um, but mostly if you can sidestep his charge and then there will be a few animations where he needs to catch his breath because he's a fire breather. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you can catch him there, you can he'll totally be he's he can't attack you. He's trying to inhale and you can beat him up. So yeah, it says here, grappling Bongo is a bad idea since he's so heavy that he passively counters nearly all throws by simply landing on the player, causing massive damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bad idea. So then you go from aboard, uh, from on the bridge to aboard ship um, is the next. And, you know, that's the thing. I didn't really understand that it was a ship. That, I thought it was like a train that we were on, like um, like Turtles in Time, I think. At one oh, point. yeah. Um, but yeah, you're on a ship, um, going along and this is my least favorite boss. Oh uh, my God. Same. I got oh, like, I wanted to rage quit. <laughs> yeah. One, Hime and Yasha, which is basically blaze and blaze. Yeah. They're, they're two reskinned blaze basically that, uh, attack you. And the way that I kind of figured this boss out, which I thought I had figured out, um, because fighting either one of them is not a problem. I can take one of them, but when there's two of them, <sighs> it's frustrating because you're trying to kite one so that you can hit them. And the other one either jumps behind you or lands on you and then throws you. And that's, what's really frustrating because you get thrown a lot <laughs> against this, but they just keep yeah. throwing you. Oh, I lost, over. I lost a bunch of lives fighting this pair of bosses, especially at the end of the game. Like again, <sighs> I, I thought I had it figured out but I think I was leaning on a couple specials that I had <laughs> set up for this one um, because I went a long time without doing any damage to them. It's that's the other thing. It's like they have two health bars because they do. Yeah. <laughs> and they feel like two full size health bars. They, they are like, yeah, the, this was by, uh, for me by far the most frustrating boss fight. Yeah. And having to do it again right before the final boss like i uh <laughs> yeah these these two it says uh let's see they're very acrobatic evasive and clever at delivering their attacks especially in tandem by misdirection and let's see it's very difficult to hit them with the regular moves they'll constantly do backflips which render them invulnerable whenever the player attempts to approach them <laughs> yep D dive kips kicks are absolutely not an option yeah a good option. strategy is to keep one's back turned then using a back attack attack plus the jump button uh, whenever they approach i did not realize that's how you do a back attack 
Yeah, I, I knew that that's how you did it. I just could never do it when I wanted to, so I kind of abandoned it. Because <laughs> I could never remember, wait, do I hold jump and attack or attack then jump? I can't. I <laughs> could never remember. I think I it guess, was I guess at both at the same time? I don't know. Yeah, or both at the same time. Yeah, that that was that was probably how you actually did it. So, um, but I was always facing the wrong direction. I'd kick the air. I'm like, God, dang it. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah, I, I definitely feel like for sure they were the hardest boss fight. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And you do it again. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but, let's see here. But only after we go to the elevator. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little confused here because we have the factory and it shows all, but wasn't the, wasn't oh yeah, the, I'm the, so sorry. I jumped ahead to the elevator. No, it's okay. I was just, I thought it was you oh. did the factory and then you did the freight elevator and then it was the boss rush, but it says yeah, here that the, it is, it's, it's the factory, the freight elevator and then the boss rush. But for some reason, wait, do we in the factory, do we? Do, do we do two boss rushes? I don't think so. I don't think it's two boss rushes. Wait, who is this? Oh, this is in... Because I was like, who's Harakiri? Yeah. Uh, this apparently only exists in Bare Knuckle Mobile. Replacing one of the other bosses. Bear, but what is what is GG and SMS? Uh, Sega Master System and Game Gear. There's a master system version. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I forgot to also put that in the list of uh, ways that you can play this game. There is an eight bit master system version that I think might be identical uh, or nearly identical to the uh, game gear version. Oh yeah. That would make sense. Cause that's what they did with um, <laughs> Sonic Sonic. Yeah. They did. Yeah. The, they released <laughs> the game gear games on the master system. Cause why not? It it like it reminded me when Sony was re- releasing PSP games back to the PS2. Um, yeah, it's at some point or another. Yeah, like but, those GTA games, dude. I uh, this is such a tangent, but I was so sad. I tried to download Liberty City Stories and for because they kind of remade it, like remastered it on the iPad, and they delisted it. Oh, yeah, you can't play it. Like, <laughs> dang it. I'm like I I was I purchased it so I could put it in my back pocket and play it one day. So that's and the that is the huge downside of the all digital future. Yeah. But I have a Vita now. I could play it there. I could play the, yeah. the old version anyway. So Okay, so then at the factory really we only play against Souther or Souther? I don't know. Yeah, you, you, fight, two of him. you fight two of them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Him and his twin. Yes, the factory. This is the one sort of gimmick is they have these sort of like pistons that are ready to come down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Smash you. And I, I had some fun times getting throwing enemies or <laughs> getting enemies to go in them. That that was like, I fell for it a couple times, but getting enemies to it was very satisfying. Yeah. It's definitely worth it. <laughs> so, yes. And then we move on to the famous elevator level with no boss. Yeah, I thought that was weird because you're on the elevator and then all of a sudden it's like your character just hops in the window. Like, oh, okay. Yep, but then the, but then that's when you go into the syndicate headquarters and you fight a bunch of regular regular enemies, but then fight all of the bosses again on the way to Mr. X. Yeah. 
Yeah, I thought it was going to be terrible. Um, but I guess, you know, having the rewind and, and using it to preserve my life, I this is going to sound stupid. Oh, it wasn't that bad. But <laughs> but I, if I had to play it for real, yeah, I would have been real frustrated. I would get a lot of game overs even on easy there. Yeah, I I did. I got in in the first the first attempt, my I got a game over at the the two blazes right before you go in to fight oh. Mr. X. I yeah. was I was very peeved. Yeah. <laughs> I will say. <laughs> yeah. And you know, like I I appreciated that, you know, I used the uh Sega Master System collection on Steam and that allows you, you can just pause the game and save at certain points. So, yeah. you know, I, I made a habit of saving at the beginning of levels in case I had a bad level um, without using rewind. And um, But yeah, definitely rewind was used heavily and subsequently this level took a long time. It was probably like a half an hour. Oh yeah, for sure. Like battling through all of this. So, um really test your mastery on, on how you handle the enemies and the bosses. Like you oh, have absolutely. to have them figured out like by this point. Yeah. Or you, you cannot, <laughs> you cannot succeed. Yeah. And even, you know, the battle with Mr. X is a little dicey too. Yeah. Like I, I, I was on my I last life. Times. Yeah. Like I was on my last life, last continue. Like oh. it was a nail biter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Close one. Yeah. And that's on easy too. Right. Yeah, I th- so I think so. Yeah. Like I I know I know that when I didn't make it to Mr. X that for sure was on easy. <laughs> and I was like, "Wait a second, this is easy. Like this is supposed to be easy." Yeah. Um and I think that it was still on easy the next time that I played it to get through it. I'm pretty sure that I switched it back to that, but I don't know. I can't remember what easy actually does. I assumed it was in the, you get more continues or something, but I didn't know either. So either that or like it might throw less enemies on the screen at at a time. I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like sometimes you had control over that um, because of how fast you're moving through the level, you know, cause spawns were a lot of, you know, Oh yeah. That, so yeah, that's, that's a, that's a little pro tip that I yep. made it easier on myself and my <laughs> second go around so that I could actually get through the game where I was like, okay, if I make it to a certain part of the level, it just spit out one enemy instead of if I would have kept walking, I would have had to fight four of them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that was like kind of my way to like cheese the game, so to speak, where I'm like, okay, I'm going to fight one of you at a time or like only two or three if that many spawn once you make it to that specific like spot on the floor, basically. And with the syndicate headquarters, that's the, the other gimmick is that there's these food carts that are like flying oh, down yeah. the hall. I was that so just, like, irritated at that. Yeah, I got hit by the first one and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> there's no way you could, you gotta be able to jump over it. Um, there's one cool moment, you know, using a little bit of rewind is, you know, walking up his blaze. There's a cart coming up behind me. I jump and the thing flies under me and hits a Nora that's in front of me. I was like, <laughs> like it's so awesome that it affects the enemies also. Yeah. Uh, after I like, got hit, I tried to, I tried to like 
see if I could avoid it so that it would also hit enemies. And yeah, it's very satisfying. Yeah. It's just like a Jedi moment, you know, like blaze didn't see this cart coming, just <laughs> jump straight up in the air <laughs> under her. It's doing some matrix stuff. Yeah, exactly. It was, that's <laughs> how, it's how it felt anyway. So Mr. X, he's got yeah. a gun. That's yeah. not fair. Of course. Of course. He brought a gun to a knife fight. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I guess a fist fight. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. Um, I mean, it seems like they add enemies in this fight to distract you, but really, I mean, dive kicks were really good for that machine gun because you can, yeah, there, there's always at least two enemies that are there to fight against you. In addition to Mr. X, like don't waste your time fighting those guys. Like unless they're, you know, unless they're on you and you need to just get rid of them. But like, Focus all your attention on Mr. X. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because you don't have to kill them at all. Because if you kill the main boss, then the other guys, they just die. You know, yeah. like in, in a few of those fights, the earlier bosses, they did have enemies running around. So best to ignore them. Yeah. You're, you're not doing yourselves any, yourself any favors. You're just extending the fight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And giving yourself more opportunity to die. Um, so when, what, what did you say when Mr. X was like, Hey, do you want to be my right hand man? <laughs> well, I decided to use a safe state here and then test both options. Nice. So I wanted to see what yes was. Um, so yes, of course. And then it, it plops you back to the previous level, like <laughs> to, or two previous levels, I should say, because you have to go through the factory up the elevator and then come back again. Um, I don't know if there's any changes, like maybe there are less bosses or something, but probably not. That probably just, you know, sends you back. There is a way to get a bad ending with a co-op player though, that I was watching on YouTube earlier. Oh yeah. I read about that. It's a little convoluted. So basically if, um, if you both say, yes, you want to be, you know, Mr. X's right hand man, you have to fight each other to the death. Oh, Okay. Um, so the, the two, two characters have to fight and then the winner fights Mr. X or gets another chance. If you say, um, if you say, yes, I want to be a right hand man, he'll just send you back to the level anyway. But if you say no and fight him, then you become the crime syndicate leader. <laughs> there's a cutscene of you sitting on the throne and I'm kind of like, that's, that's great. You have to betray your friend in order to get the bad ending. That's messed uh, up. And I think, you know, because both players say yes or no. So you can also have mixed responses and it'll say like, that. I don't know. It'll say there can only be one. So, or something like that. I, I forget how, it, how, it, how that all works out, but that's the only way, that's what you have to do to get the bad ending. But if you both say no and both fight them together, then you get the good ending. What, what about you? What did you? <laughs> all, all I all I did was say, no, I don't want to be a right-hand man, and I fought him. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess get the good ending? <laughs> it's just kind of brutal because he, he kind of like say, yeah, I want to join you. And then he's like, no, I'm going to betray you. Like, too bad. <laughs> too bad. <laughs> too bad. Go, go, uh, go do these levels over again. So inevitably when you get back here, Definitely say no and we'll fight. <laughs> that pretty much it. That's that's the game. 
Um, any, any other thoughts, closing comments? I think I did a pretty good job getting all my thoughts out. Now I think of it, but, um, it was, it was actually fun to play with an arcade stick. I recommend it, even though it only really requires two, three ish buttons, you know, three buttons on that three button Genesis controller. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think is amazing. There's a lot of depth there for using a three button controller in a fighting game. You have to admit, um, I guess the one thing that's a little frustrating is that that back kick, you got to press two buttons. So, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I love playing the arcade stick. I just don't get to use it enough, you know? Well, I can help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's good stuff. If you like beat-em-ups, check it out. Again, listen to the music. I know we forced you to listen to some of it, but uh, it's <laughs> worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, probably Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pass is probably the most accessible way to get to it. It is not there. It's not there. Streets oh. of Rage Two is though. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I so I think I think in the last episode I said that it was there. I was wrong because I okay. went there first to play it. It's yep. not there. No. Oh. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> yeah. I I was bummed. I was like, well, at least the best Streets of Rage is there, and yeah. you know what is really good so i don't know if i can still say that but to me and i'll i'll just for me it, the best one is two still well did you say um did you say how you did play it at first oh i played this uh on the so m2 did a release of like it's like Sega Genesis classics or like Sega vintage collection or something like that. And it's Streets of Rage one, two, and three. And I played it on the Xbox. Well, on my, on my series X, but it was released on the Xbox 360. So it was part of backwards compatibility. Okay, sweet. Yeah. So I played it there and I did also actually play a bit of it on the switch with that Sega Genesis classics collection, the way that you played it. Um, but it was oh, yeah. after I had already gone through playing it on uh, my Xbox. So I didn't finish it there on the Switch as well. On the Switch, does it have the same interface where it shows you the room yeah. and you move around? That's that's so cool. I I figured for some reason that that was a PC exclusive kind of thing. But but no, yeah, yeah all that's there. That's cool. It's it's really good because I love that it's got robust like video options and and how you change your controller layout and yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like that that probably would have been the better, less frustrating way for me to play the game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but played it through on the Xbox because I was already playing something on my Xbox, which I guess we'll talk about in a minute. Um, <laughs> nice. But yeah, anything else before we get the heck out of here and then go talk about what we've been playing? Let's get the heck out of here. All right, let's get in that time machine. And we have arrived back to present day, which again is the past for you, listener. It is September the 21st, 2023. And uh, yeah, had a great time talking about Streets of Rage, listening to that soundtrack. Um, and here, ready to talk about Starfield. <laughs> yep, yep. I've got, I've, got, uh, I've got an hour. Can you, can you cram that into that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm uh, I'm definitely not going to give any spoilers of anything. I have clocked a good number of hours into Starfield uh, because I've been sick, and thankfully, 
at least for some of the time, not so sick that I couldn't be reclined and like playing the game here in my office. Yeah. Like reclining in my nice, uh, my nice fancy gaming chair, throwing my feet up on my drum throne as a stool and, uh, just like not moving basically like kind of moving my thumbs a little bit <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. practically in a vegetative state. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I played, played a good amount of Starfield and oh my God, I love this game. Like I, I know that I was saying positive things about it in the last episode. I think, uh, I feel like, but like in the last episode, I'd only barely scratched the surface and I'd still play the game for like, especially from what it came out, I would consider like, I played it a good number of hours up to that point. Played definitely a lot more now. And wow. All, all I'm going to say, no spoilers. UC Vanguard quest is awesome. Like that whole quest line that, that makes the whole game worth it. <laughs> Like I've still enjoyed like the rest of the game and I've made my own ship. I called it the mean green. Um, <laughs> I think it looks pretty cool, but like the shipbuilding stuff, I just wish I had more credits because it, I, I've probably spent four hours in the shipbuilder. <laughs> mm, yeah. That time just flies like, yep, sure. Eh, I gotta say the one frustrating thing about the shipbuilder you cannot save a ship in progress. Like, you, oh, you can't press pause. <laughs> well, and like, you also can't just save a partially created ship. Yeah. Like, let's say you've got an idea for a ship. You don't know how much it's going to cost. Mm -hmm. So if you're going through and you're building it out, you could run out of credits and not be able to finish the ship. Mm. So then you have to discard everything that you've done <laughs> mm -hmm. um or kind of work your way backwards to try to figure out okay well what am i going to get rid of so that i do have enough credit so that i can save this so i wish that you could like save a draft of a ship yeah that would be super helpful um and would have made it so i would have spent less time in the ship builder yeah. um because there was one point I was really tired and I'd already been in the ship builder for three hours. Oh, she said that's where you're three or four And I was just like, yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> I need to go to bed. I'm really tired. I'm really exhausted. Um, and I had only planned on working on the ship for like maybe an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, with all this like trial and error and then different errors in the shipbuilding process that's like, hey, there's an unattached piece apparently that's floating somewhere in the middle of my ship <laughs> that isn't attached to anything. So like trying to figure out where that was, turns out there are easier ways to do that, but I didn't know that yet. So I spent a lot of time like troubleshooting my build and I was just like, I just want to sleep. So I finally got to a point where like I just deleted a bunch of pieces, put the minute like met the minimum requirements to be able to save it and then saved it and went to bed so that I could come back the next morning and finish it. And that's where I spent that other hour finishing yeah. the ship. Yep. Um, so yeah, there, you know, stuff like that, like really that's, that's, that's my main gripe so far <laughs> Okay, <laughs> is the stuff in the ship builder. Um, but yeah, it's Starfield and fallout in space. And like, I really like those games, 
but I'm a bigger fan of sci-fi. So this, this for me is like the perfect sci-fi RPG. Yeah. And you meant Skyrim and, and Fallout. Yeah. What did I say? I thought you said Starfield and, and, and Fallout. And well, I was... if I, if I did, I meant to say Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it just, it ticks all the right boxes for me. Um, I've been specking into a lot of flight and like spaceship themed stuff. Um, also actually I've been having a lot of fun with I'm trying to remember the name of the, like it's for persuasion. Um, I can't remember if it's actually called that, but I've maxed that out. So there have been so many things that I've been able to do just by convincing, like in conversation, just convincing NPCs to do what I want them to do. And there have been so many fights that I've been able to avoid. It's like a Jedi um, mind trick. And, and basically, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know what else I want to say that wouldn't start going into spoiler territory, but mm. I, I'm very much enjoying my time with this game for me personally. This is like probably one of the best games I've played. Yeah. Um, it, it speaks to me and what I like. Yeah. Um, I know that I, I feel like it's weird how many complaints I've seen about this game online. I just like, I don't get it, but that's yeah. fine. Cause like, are, are actually, I don't know. I don't know if it's fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't, I don't, I don't go out of my like way to crap games. on games. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like, if I just see that a game isn't for me, that I'm just like, oh man, that's not for me. like Elden Ring. People love that game. Yeah. It's not for me. Yeah. I know it's a great game, Yeah, but it's not for me. <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to like, I don't know. Anyway, you, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe with some of the complaints, you know, that, I mean, this game was really hyped like it was a big deal and i think that's when people's expectations get sort of don't exactly match what the game is like they maybe they thought that the ship building was going to be different or that they would be able to do more stuff on you know go further on planets and explore whole planets and things like that but then they've then they've let themselves down exactly exactly (laughs) so that's most games i try and go in with low expectations when they're in development you know i just yeah it's just wild to me how like many folks like not even not even specifically about this game but like with video games just have like i don't know no ability to like meter their own expectations about things and when things don't match up with like no i thought it was going to be this so it sucks it's like yeah what it's like it you're only mad because you made it something that it isn't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I like it. I think it's fun. Yeah. But I like video games. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like liking video games. So just stating facts here. Yeah. <laughs> Simple facts. <laughs> uh yeah. I mean, I had I don't know. I guess I'm this way with movies too. I, I don't have any expectation of what a movie is going to be. I just go and I watch it and I'm like, well, that was that. That was cool. (laughs) I don't know. Sure. It's like they did some things that I wasn't expecting because I didn't like expect anything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't have a predefined thought of this movie is going to do this. And then when it doesn't 
read my mind and do what I think. I'm like mad. Like, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, Starfield. It's great. Um, on the plane, I had my switch with me, but I didn't use it. <laughs> no, yeah. I didn't use my switch at all in the entire trip. Um, when we went to Denver, yeah, I went to Hawaii and brought my steam deck. I don't think I used it at all. I just played my switch the whole time. Yeah, I well, so I the only games that I played at all while I was um in Denver for my partner's birthday was Dodonpachi Red or Dodonpachi Resurrection HD on iOS mm-hmm. and Vampire Survivors on iOS. Oh, okay. Those are the two things that I did to kill time on my phone, but it was literally just on the plane on the way yeah. there and on the way back. Those are the only times that I played games at all. But Vampire Survivors made that flight go really fast. Yeah. So um, I basically, I did the same thing on both flights. I did one full loop or one full playthrough of Dodonpachi Resurrection and then played Vampire Survivors as much as I could until we landed and then didn't, and then just stopped. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, sounds like a busy trip though, too. You know, not a lot of yeah. time. So. Yeah, we did, we did a lot of stuff, ate a lot of great food. Um, generally the weather was good, except specifically during the concert that was yeah. outdoors. <laughs> we, I, I did go, I did go to the Walmart and buy some ponchos before we went though. So we at least yep. got to mostly stay dry. And then the last thing that I played and I, I played this because I am genuinely interested in it, but also because of the comments from Chrono with a question, um, played some F zero 99 on my switch. Nice. Um, I have played maybe five or six races total. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had fun with it. I don't know how much I'm going to play it just because I haven't played a lot of the like 99 games on Nintendo switch online. I have played them all, but I haven't like played them extensively. Um, but also cause Starfield. <laughs> yeah. I haven't played any of the 99 games. Oh, like, they're fun. I don't know why I just like, I was like, Oh, that's, that's really cool that that exists. But I just like, don't really think about it. And I forget that they are there and then they're gone. Well, I think, uh, I think Pac-Man and Tetris are still there. I think, I think Mario's the only one that's gone. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I guess my stuff, uh, I'm still, uh, still on my, I don't know, free time. I, this, this game is something that I will play a lot when I'm stressed and, um, sims 4 i'm still playing on x cloud in my weird way on my steam deck playing on my steam deck through x cloud so i can access the xbox version specifically with the good controls i really wish i could just play it local on my steam deck but i just can't with the controls like yeah. there are refinements like there are refinements like closing menus like sometimes it's like a it's like a I don't know, just something in your operating system. There's, it's a window with an acknowledgement or an X and you can hit the joystick and it'll just highlight the X and you can press a on it. And that, that does not exist in the, in the PC version, you know, like you have to, you have to mouse pointer that in some way to make that work. Um, I mean, you can use the joystick to make the mouse move to close it. But anyway, it's just really frustrating. I hope, I hope in the next Sims game, they'll, put some freaking controller support in the PC because I feel like it's not a bad way to play at all. I know a lot of people scoff at it. Um, 
but yeah, still playing the heck out of that. <laughs> like for you probably see me online for probably like two hours a day playing. Yeah. <laughs> so well, uh, and and your comment of saying that you play it a lot when you're like stressed. What yeah. like I. <laughs> I have seen you playing and it like popped up. It's like, Hey, like Andy's online. And I'm like, Oh, he's playing the Sims. Like, Oh crap. He's probably really stressed out. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I mean, it's just like, it's just the game that I just want to like, I just want to lay down on the couch and no consequences and just like, you know, play something to take my mind off things. Oh, totally. And a lot of times I'm just like tired. I just want to lay down, you know? Yeah, I, I had the thought that I wanted to do that recently, and I was like, I don't know what game that would be for me right now. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to fight something. I don't want to shoot something. I don't want to yep. kill something. Like, I just want to be. But, <laughs> yeah. like, I didn't want to go fishing or get bugs or anything in Animal Crossing. So it was I was like, gonna I say, don't know what to do. Um, yeah. And then I stare at YouTube shorts for way too long. Yeah. get angry at myself <laughs> yeah yeah i'm ready to set a time limit on instagram because like i don't spend a lot of time but if i spend 30 minutes on it i'm mad at myself like <laughs> so see all you have to do is make sure you don't have the app installed and use <laughs> and use the bad web experience that's how i experience instagram i i don't see reels because they don't show you reels on the web app <laughs> Oh, there and you that go. is such a huge time saver. Yeah, that's good. The downside is when I look at YouTube for things that I actually want to look up, like, hey, how to play this song on guitar, that yeah. it's like, oh, this person has a short, and then it puts you down the freaking rabbit hole. <laughs> and I'm like, where did the last 45 minutes of my life go? Yeah. <laughs> so I was talking to a coworker, and they said someone that they knew um, set their phone to grays- grayscale to like oh, yeah. avoid just be, so that they can look at their phone, get the information they need. And they're like, this isn't pleasant. I'm going to turn this off now. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. That's something to try anyway. That, um, or that, and I've also seen people do like the weird inverted color thing too. Oh, that, that would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something else I played, um, Halo master chief collection was on sale for 10 whole dollars on steam. And I've been waiting for a sale for like that because I really wanted to test the Master Chief Collection on Steam Deck. And okay, so I tested Halo 1, Halo 2, and Halo 3. Um, you know, so Halo 1 and 2 anniversary and then just the PC version of Halo 3. They all run beautifully. I just set it to a performance preset and, and which doesn't make really any changes to the graphics that I can tell except for maybe the shadow quality is a little sure. less. Um, I can play um, basically all of them at 60 frames per second and it's drawing like eight or nine watts um, of power from the CPU and GPU. The only thing, so, and just for reference, once it, I think it goes up to 25 is the, like the TDP that it'll actually allow it to pull. If it gets above 15, I can hear the fan. So usually at 15, unless it's something really graphically demanding and I understand, I don't like to play games for a long time because your battery life is going to be like, I don't know, like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I, I like to play games a little longer than that. So I try and optimize my games to get to that 10 watt. And yeah, I can play what's actually kind of interesting. Is Halo 2, um, you know, you can switch between the graphic modes. It starts to draw a little bit more power on those fancy graphics, right? But you're like... I'm like, I just want the baseline experience. I just want what I played on the Xbox and I switch back and I'm like, this is great. This is beautiful. 
drawing like no power. This is cool. <laughs> so um, that's why I said earlier, I have another way to play this. So that could be kind of fun. Um, nice. So it's a, to play it there though. Oh shoot. Who knows if there's, there's probably, there's probably cross play between steam and Xbox. I think, I think that that's a thing. So, um, because you sign yeah. Microsoft account. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Cause, cause I popped in there and I, I like when I was installing, cause it only installs Halo Reach when you first install it. So once you get in the game, you have to install the other campaigns or multiplayer, whatever you want. Well, like for for like 20 minutes, it was just popping Steam achievements for all the achievements I've gotten over the years playing on the oh. PC version. So it just like carried them over. That's cool. Me. Yeah, it was that was interesting. But I was like, okay, I'm gonna turn the volume down and walk away. I'm <laughs> tired of hearing the steam noise, you know, every time the achievement pops while it's installing. Um, the other thing, when I was at that party I was telling you about, I was playing Hades on okay. the couch. I really want to like this game, but what's frustrating me is they keep showing you systems that aren't explained. They just want you to like figure it out, you know, like. Um, I'll give you an example. I understand now that there are certain doors. You might come to a crossroads. There's oh, two yeah. doors. One has like a heart on it and one has something else. Oh, like yeah. Well, you get to point. pick the thing that you want basically before you yeah. go through the door. I'd like just a little, just like a one-liner explanation of what's happening, but they don't. They just kind of like keep throwing systems and points and you have to keep like struggling until you figure these things out. And that frustrates me a little bit. Um, yes. Plays great there. I want to keep playing. I was having fun with it. I tried the uh, the bow as one of the weapons, uh, and I was not yeah. having fun with that because I like I like being able to slash things up, not just attack from a distance. So, yeah, you definitely have to do a bit of both. Yeah, and <laughs> in, in like I've only I've only very like I spent very limited amount of time playing Hades um, when it yeah. first came out on Game Pass. There it yes. is, Game Pass. Um, yes. But yeah. Hades, another awesome game that isn't for me. Yeah, I. That's the thing is, I'm thinking that it's it. It does seem seem very high quality. I like what it's doing, but I just don't know if it's for me. Yeah, I'm gonna keep trying until I'm absolutely certain. So, <laughs> fair enough. Um, the other thing I've been wanting since I got this on sale way while back, and that way before I had a Steam Deck. And I wanted to see how Hot Wheels Unleashed ran on there. How that is that like. game? Because I've been know, curious. It's not. It's not bad. It's an interesting little racing game. I like the sort of like. It's got this little like toy slot car mechanic where you kind of like do a drift to gain more boost, so you can kind of keep chaining your momentum. Okay. Um. Some, I was some it, Mario Kart type stuff. Yeah. Um yeah, kind of like that. It's like you're you're but you're filling a boost meter. Oh, okay, okay. At, at different points. Um so it's fun. Um it it kind of uses like blind boxes to unlock cars for you, but it's like whatever. Give me that car. Doesn't matter. Sure. They have different stats and all that. But but yeah, it's it's good. Um I don't know. I was just kind of like looking I, I also tried another like kind of cart racing game just to like, you know, just see if there's one on the steam deck, you know, that's not Mario Kart, of course, that I can, I can play, uh, there. So I also tried, um, Sonic all-stars racing transformed because I've heard good things and yeah, some how people that? prefer it to Mario Kart eight. It's, it's fun, 
and it's completely different from Mario Kart. Like just how the game works. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, I, th- I think there's still a drifting mechanic. Um, the power ups are kind of different how they work. The courses, I mean, your car is changing, but also the courses are changing. So like you might have a track going around. Well, on the third lap, you're now, it plops you in the water and there's a completely different route that you're going. So it's not like Mario Kart where you get like a precise time because you're doing a completely different course on any given lap. Oh, okay. Um, so it kind of is constantly throwing new things at you. So it doesn't feel repetitive. That's what's really cool. Um, it feels good. Um, and I like that. I like how it's got like a, a range of characters. Like they've got, you know, like a character from Crazy Taxi. And um, do they have BD Joe? I, I think I think that's who it is, BD Joe. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, they just got a few characters in there. There's from other games that uh, I know I'm not thinking about right now. Like um, they've got the monkeys from Super Monkey Ball. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, of course, the Sonic characters. I just, does I just this one, thought that was cool. Does this one have the main character of Shenmue or is that the first Sega and Sonic All-Stars racing game? I think it does. Um, but hey, you know, we have the internet. Yeah, so I haven't played Transformed. I, I played Sega and Sonic All-Stars Racing on my 360, I think. And I think that one has Banjo. Okay. Also in it, possibly. Yes. It's, uh, I played through all the content in that game, I think once when I had the flu, maybe. <laughs> Yeah. I'm noticing uh I guess I guess it wasn't this way with with playing Starfield but there've been a lot of times in the past where I've been sick and I've played racing games like went and bought a new racing game during during my sickness. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. That was, yeah. that was Burnout 3 Takedown for me is or yeah, Burnout 3 Takedown. Um, yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of character. Um there's um Knights into Dreams the Knights character. Um uh, it looks like, oh yeah, there's even some non Sega properties like Ralph from Rick at Ralph and, oh, okay. um, Danica Patrick's in it. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is what? Yeah. There's a couple characters from Jet Set Radio. Um, nice. I'm trying to see if the Shenmue character, I don't know. I don't think he's actually in this one. Okay. So, um, yeah, a bunch Alex kid. That's this one. Um, yeah. Rio from Shenmue. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. He's in, he's in the Sonic and Sega all-stars racing. The one that I played on the 360. Yeah. Uh, metal Sonic is one of my favorite. So, uh, the Android version of Sonic (laughs) anyway. So it was, it was fun. I played a few races. I started to get the hang of it. It also has these challenges where you kind of like used, um, you have to use your, it's basically like a time trial. The time's um, ticking down and there are gates you have to get through for checkpoints, but you have to utilize the drift like mechanic as much as you can to keep your boost going through there. Um, so anyway, it's, it's, it does a lot. It throws a lot at you. It constantly is throwing new things, um, which I think, I think is entertaining but it feels good quality. Like, I don't know. Um, so I can see why people like it or prefer it to Mario Kart eight, but it's just a very, very different in almost every way. 
And then finally, also Unpacking was on sale, and I wanted to just own that game. So um, I've been playing. That's a that's a great little uh, Steam Deck game for sure. <laughs> very efficient, very little power draw, and you can use mouse controls or keyboard controls, however you want to handle that game. Um, I think I've just been doing keyboard so, or um, gamepad. Sorry. Um, and that's all I got. I've been playing a lot of stuff. Well, I've been trying a lot of stuff. Yeah, when I saw your list, it was like, what are you, me? Yeah. <laughs> Jumping around, yeah, playing a lot of things? I really want to play SnowRunner again. I'm starting to get that itch to haul some stuff around. <laughs> it's a good it's a good fall game, good good winter game. So, anyway. Yeah. Uh really that that those two games are so much better than I ever would have imagined they would be, like have been. <laughs> like I've had so much more fun in Mud and Snow Runner than I really ever thought I would. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's one of those like you're just hauling stuff around, what? Slowly in the mud. You know, I guess those those also go along with uh Chrono's question when I was yeah. talking about Animal Crossing. Yeah. Like not as severe. I didn't see you playing it and go, well that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> look at that stupid game you're playing dummy uh yeah yeah i, I, I just i don't think i would do that anymore that i just like I, I remember seeing like um it was actually called spin tires the original game that oh yeah that's right that came out before and i remember watching a youtube video and i don't know who it was like j2 cents or somebody on youtube they had like they're one of those um they talk about games, but in the background, they're showing gameplay for games. And I remember seeing spin tires running on a PC and being, I, I didn't have a PC then. I only had consoles. And I was just like, Oh my God, that looks so cool. I don't know what that, like just these big monster trucks, just mud flying everywhere. I'm like, this is not possible in a console, you know? And then fast forward a few years, I'm playing it on my steam deck and it runs freaking great there, <laughs> you know, like this little tiny PC. Yeah. Like, how far we've come. It's, it's crazy, man. Yeah. To that. So to that point, um, in some of the like iPhone 15 or I, yeah, iPhone 15 pro videos that I've looked at. Yeah. Cause I, I might end up getting a new phone. I've got an 11 still. Oh, so, yeah. um, so maybe yeah. so, but anyway, I was looking at and one of these videos, this person was showing off, um, connecting your phone through USB C to your monitor. And they were playing Resident Evil, like not the first one, but one of the new ones. I think like I think they were yeah. playing Resident Evil seven or something on iOS. They were using a PS5 controller and like it looked like they were playing a PC or console version of that game. I was just like, what? Yes. Really? Yeah. And I think I think they're doing a RE4 remake on there. Yeah. So <laughs> It's yeah, it's wild, man. Like yeah, some of the stuff that you're able to do with a, a an iPhone now. They're talking about ray tracing also as part oh, of geez. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have an iPhone 13, so I'm like, I think I'm gonna pass on this one. I think next year I I was thinking that I wanted a USB C phone, but I'm just like, uh maybe I, that's that's really all I'm getting, actually. So I'm gonna hold off, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I'm I'm undecided. But I'm in I'm in no rush. My my 11 Pro is working just fine right yeah. now. I actually have a my old iPhone 11 still still works pretty good actually. Nice. So, 
they're, they're getting good about that. Yeah. Keeping not, those old phones running. Not turning them into hot garbage after two years. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, anything else before I guess you tell the folks at home what we're going to be playing next and then we get the heck out of here? Yeah, no, that's that's what I that's my intention. I got nothing else. Cool. All right. So next episode, we're doing another short game because <laughs> things have still been busy, but we've been talking about the, doing this basically since we started, and that was Cruising USA. Oh um, yeah. So I'm I'm pretty excited. This was a this game was a big deal for me on N64, and me too. Was always mystified whenever I saw it in the arcade, like at, at a pizza joint or something. I'd I catch eyes with the cruising cabinet and i was like i gotta go play that <laughs> yeah man yeah i i i got this game it was maybe the second n64 game i got i think yeah um so yeah i i love it it's funny as as a lead up to this i was reading some of the stuff about it i'm like wait people didn't review this game well I thought it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, people people were sad because the N64 version is quite different from the arcade. Um, in in my brain, ways. they're identical. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's all. That's your truth. That's all that matters. Yeah. But it, it's been it's been so long since I played it in the arcade. Yeah. But anyway, I yeah, I'm excited. I love this game. I love its wacky soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think it's really only playable on the N64. Oh, um, looks like they did release it on the virtual console on Wii, but they got to bring it to Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah, that would be that would be amazing, actually. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> well, is that it? Should we get the heck out of here? Let's do it. All right. Well, hey everybody, thank you so much for listening to the show. We know there are a lot of podcast options out there. We appreciate you taking the time to put our words in your ears. It really does mean a lot. You can also check out our website at www.retrogametimemachine.com and you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, Podorama, all of them, all the podcasting apps. Um, is there one to rule them all? I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll find out. Uh, you can join us on Discord. You can follow us on Instagram. Though I guess I haven't posted anything there in a really long time, but you can look at stuff that uh, I took from my collection and then post it online at one point. Anyway, come join us next time when we talk about Cruise in USA. May your video games be fun, and bye for now. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>